Show with Sinat Nurani. Don't worry about the height, we'll get it right. Jade Window Cleaning and Support Services for all your commercial and residential window cleaning needs throughout London and the South East. Call us on 01689-885-004 or email info at jwcss.com. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Hola, buenos dias, my beautiful people. Buenos dias, Carrie. Buenos dias. <laughs> Here we go. It's that time of the week again, the Mindset Matters talk show. I'm your host for the next hour and a half with my delightful co-host, Kerry Madwick. And we're here from 10.30 to 12 noon every single Friday. Now, if it's your first time listening in, the Mindset Matters uh, talk show is all about supporting and making a difference in bringing about awareness, breaking down those stigmas around mental health and well-being. And to learn and understand and know how different aspects of our lives can impact our overall well-being. But importantly, on top of that, it's about sending that message to know that you are not alone and that we all go through challenging times in our lives at some point. And it's absolutely okay to reach out for help and ask for help. Be brave enough and resilient enough to ask for help because that's where you can start making those positive changes. You do not have to do this journey alone. So what do I love about this show? Well, each week I have amazing guests who come on, share their expertise, the professionals with tips and tools and strategies, but also incredible people who come on and open up about their personal journey, their stories. What challenges have they been through? How are they moving forward? What tools work for them? Um, and on that note about the amazing guests, we did have somebody, uh, Emma Lamour, um, also known as Emma Gunn, but soon to be Lamour. She was supposed to join us today, but unfortunately I got a message last night that she's down with a virus, so she couldn't make it. Uh, not COVID. Thank goodness. <laughs> but uh, with a virus. So wishing her well, a yeah. speedy recovery. Definitely. And hopefully maybe in March. Yes, that would be good. Yeah. I'd like to thank my sponsors. The Mindset Matters show is sponsored by Intune PR. They are a public relations business that helps its clients to achieve raised awareness through media coverage. They say 
Intune PR understands that mental health and well-being are vital for all of us. We are proud to sponsor such an informative and uplifting show and such a talented coach. Mindset matters does matter. Thank you. So throughout the show, as I say every week, don't forget to connect with Kerry and myself on all the social media links. And remember to keep those tweets coming in during the show, after the show as well, with any shout outs and comments. My Twitter handle is Zenat underscore Narani. And Kerry? I'm at KerryM212. And don't forget to use the hashtag msm radio talks in your post and if you feel like sending in a longer message before the show so i can kind of whip that out from my uh, email box <laughs> send it to mindsethorizons at gmail.com before friday if possible and don't forget to use the quote in the subject box uh, msm shout outs brilliant yeah definitely yeah. keep those coming in right uh affirmation of the week So my affirmation this week, and I'd like to know your thoughts on this one. How do your values reflect in your life in the daily decisions you make personally and professionally? And if anybody's listening in, tweet in yours. Oh, good question. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, yeah, well, I guess, first of all, you need to know what your values are, don't you? And then it's making sure that you're living each day to those values so my passion is you know helping people feel happier cut out the stress and I make sure that I'm living each day doing exactly that because that lives up to my values Mm -hmm. keeps me authentic that's the way I want to live my life and that's the way I want to guide and share and help others to get to the same place having been in a very stressful and unhappy place (laughs) I know what it's like and it's way better on this side of things oh it is you know so it is and you know that's what we always talk about isn't it is is sharing those things and sharing stories and you know letting people know that there is there is a light Mm, absolutely and I think you know I completely agree with those values um you know even for myself it's you know if we do what we do we have to be that role model as well. Yeah, definitely. And have that support and, you know, just, yeah, so it's authentic. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And, and it's not to say that there aren't, you know, dips, life happens. Absolutely not. You know, yeah. but, but the thing is, is that we're also working with coaches and supporters. So whilst yeah. we're supporting other people, we're getting that support. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it is that, you know, mm. that value as well is that you, we're saying to people, you need support, you need to ask for help. Yeah. And it's something that I was not very good at in the past, asking no. for help, but I am getting better at it, you know. and It is, yeah. And it's an ongoing journey, isn't it? Yeah. Because there will be days where you, re- you know, even us, we don't feel like uh, asking for help. We just want to crawl up into a ball under our duvet and just cut off the world. Yeah. And you know what? That's okay for a moment of time, but it's about very quickly coming out of that yeah definitely and not just wallowing there yeah absolutely and and the thing is i so a couple of weeks ago i shared a post on facebook which was just me at my absolute worst <laughs> um having uh, i normally cycle that's what you think but well, it wasn't your no but it, well it according to me yes okay. <laughs> only because i had been indoor cycling i was mm. completely sweaty and i just <laughs> thought you know what we just need to show people that 
who you are who you are and posting is actually okay and the amazing thing is the amount of comments mm. i got and i challenged everyone else to show what they considered mm. their worst photo and that's the thing is it is all about perception because not one of those photos would i ever have looked at that and judged that person yeah. you know they they all looked amazing a lot of them were smiling and yet i've said they all said this is a photo i took that i would never post mm. so i think that's the thing is it is you know just give it just give yourself permission to be yourself really and the more we ask for help I promise you the easier it it does get it seems scary at first because I think we're afraid of being judged aren't we but that first step is always scary in anything we do and then when we've done it we think oh my god that was easy it wasn't as bad as I thought because we do catastrophize things in our head don't we we think of the worst case scenario and then you ask for help and you go oh my god why didn't I do that like years ago (laughs) you know why is it that we don't think of the Best case scenario, you know, what's the best thing that could happen if you did? Yeah, and you know, I think that's a brilliant reframe because unfortunately our brains work, that's the Mm. way they work to protect us and they like to go, oh, this is going to happen so you just stay in your lane safely. And I think it is, that's a great reframe is just going, okay, if I do this, what is Mm. the best that could happen? You know, for me, I started going, what is the worst that could happen if I do this? And no one mm. comments, like shares, I'm not going to die. It's just going to go out there and yeah. nothing's going to happen. And that really helped me, you know, mm. and I think I think that's it is, is it is going, oh, what's the best thing? Oh, and it's the intention then, isn't it? Is it is. The intentions are the ones that are, you've got to kind of look at. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It's like I'm doing this, but what do I want out of it? Yeah. And knowing that intention and then often things things happen because that's your intention mm. behind it so yeah and not have those high expectations of what you want from others and how you want yeah. them to respond because you're right what you said is you you might post something and you feel great about it you know you've, you've worked yourself up a lot to yeah. do that and then in your head you might be expecting oh I expect some responses to come through and when you don't get that again you hit a a sort of a challenge a negative barrier comes up and think oh nobody likes me they haven't responded and it's it's just this um, constant turnover like a roller coaster isn't it yeah definitely and And people might not be in the right place to be sharing that moment exactly and not only that you know we we talk about social media all the time don't we and the whole compare despair thing but the other thing is to understand that all of these platforms have algorithms Mm. so actually you post a picture you in your head think everybody in the whole world can see it but it might only have been shown to five people and those five Mm. people might not have been as you say in that place to comment Mm. so I think it is being aware of that as well is that you know just let sometimes we just need to let go of the outcome don't we yes agree Should we do some shout-outs? Yes. Have you got any shout-outs before I do a few here? I haven't specifically got any Mm shout-outs except for the fact that it's Heart Health Month. So my shout-out to everyone is look after your heart. Think about it and how are you going to look after your heart health? And the other shout-out today is it's um, Cancer Support Mm. Day. So just think about those people who've got cancer, what you can do and how you can support them. You know, what is the best Mm. way... And it could just be a phone call. It could be sending them some flowers. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be big. Sometimes it's just the small Smallest little things. things that count. So Excellent. Uh, so my shout-outs, and if anyone's got any shout-outs, do tweet them in, please, uh, is to say thank you to the Mayor of Bromley, Councillor Russell Mellor, 
for coming in to the show last week. Uh, it was his first appearance ever on a radio show, oh, believe brilliant. it or not. So it was wonderful. So it was an absolute pleasure getting to know him and the other side of him. And it wasn't just about his mayoral duties. There was so much more mm. to him. It was absolutely wonderful. So if you missed that show and you want to catch up, then you can pop over to my podcast channel. And I've put it onto a tiny URL because that... Uh, link was way too long. So if you go to https colon forward slash forward slash tiny url, that's url as in the, 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 the letters, uh, dot com forward slash mindset matters hyphen show 56. Brilliant. Yeah. So and also uh, my other shout out is to Sarah Marsh Collins. Uh, bless her. I uh, texted her and as usual, I was like, oh, I haven't got a guest for tomorrow. She's so <laughs> sweet, you know. And she's like, oh, I'll shop around for you. Yeah. And bless her, she tried her hardest. So thank you for that. Last minute. Uh, and, you know, she's done some great referrals for me on yeah, the show definitely. as well. Yeah. So I've had some wonderful guests. Brilliant. And, we, uh, we, we always like friends of the show, don't we? We do, so, yeah. absolutely. Uh, another shout out to Darren Wheel. So uh, Darren Wheel and myself, we do the Bromley Buzz together. Um, so we're the, um, we co-host the Bromley Buzz. Sarah's, uh, does all the social media in the background along with Darren. Anyway, Darren managed to get some tickets to Cluedo. So we went to see that at the Churchill. Okay. It was amazing. absolutely fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. So thank you for that, Darren. Brilliant. <laughs> A really lovely night out with him and his wife, Jackie. Fantastic. Good. Yeah, that yeah. was good. And, um, I had a little surprise as well, which was lovely. Jason, uh, Morrell from business owner of Jade Window Cleaning and Support Services. He um, did did a surprise window clean for me, which I didn't expect. It was a bit of confusion, but um, I could actually see outside my window, Wonderful. to be honest. So it was great. <laughs> so, But thanks to Phil, who actually went over and uh, put his excellent skills and professionalisms to the work. Brilliant. To clean my windows. And I'm hoping, well, I still need to do it. I keep saying... Um, I'll tell you where my flat is because I did send him instructions, mm. bless him. And he went there, he couldn't find my flat, so I'm going to draw pictures. There we go. See, everyone And learned. then he said to me, can you do it on Google? And I went, oh, don't complicate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just stick to pen and paper. Pen Thank and you. Paper. Yeah. It's easier. <laughs> um, what else have I got to shout out about? Every Breath Lung Cancer Support are holding a quiz and raffle on the 8th of February. And within a couple of weeks, they were all sold out. So that's going to be amazing. Um, and what they have there, I mean, there's, there's going to be the quiz, there's going to be a raffle. There is a Crystal Palace T-shirt signed by the current first team squad. If you want to bid, then bids are open uh, for the CPFC, all signed by them. So if you're interested in bidding for the T-shirt, PM at Instagram at everybreath.uk if you want to place your bids. I'm not a footy, but it's, no, it's amazing. That's wonderful. Yeah. And if you want to know more about Every Breath, uh, pop over to their website, everybreath.org.uk. Well, at the end of the day, mainly it's just support for a really great charity. So that's, mm. you know. Yes. Well, they're actually um, not a charity yet. They're, they're a sport group. They're trying to get charity status. status. Yes. They're working at it with the Peru Brilliant. and everything. Uh, getting really close to it. So Good, fingers crossed. Yeah. That but still that, amazing to have that support. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's so. fantastic. And yeah. um, that's going to be big again because um, that's part of uh, Nikki Barkley and Emma Barkley's um, baby, should I say. Yeah. And 
they're going to be having the music live um, priory festival on oh, august the 6th again oh this year good. so Something i'll be emceeing to look forward to. Yeah, i'm emceeing Brilliant. with the headliner scouting for girls excellent That's i shall fun. well i'll come along if i'm not um, in spain okay rub that in <laughs> <laughs> rubbing it in although i could do with some sun now more than anything oh, so, especially yeah, today so look at the weather <laughs> oh my goodness crazy um do you know actually the other day um darren went and interviewed a young lady and it's all about tackling uh, loneliness because mm. um, that's massive yeah loneliness is huge um, in many, you know, many countries, but in, diff- you know, more so in other boroughs mm. um, and is one of the main causes for mental health um, illness. Yeah, definitely. Well, I th- you know, I think they've interviewed a lot of um, octogen- octogenarians and people like older and in their hundreds. Mm. And actually, I think they've now established one of the biggest things for people living longer is actually their community more than anything else. Yeah. You know, so it is it is just so important. And it, and it is. And I think that's the thing with support groups and asking for help. And that's the thing, because you do end up with people who are in situations where, you know, I think particularly now as well, where people are moving around the world, you're in a different country, you're not with your family. And I think that's the thing is it's it's being able to find those support groups, which is isn't always easy, yeah. you know, to find the right ones and the you know, kind of clubs and places where you mm. can just turn up and, you know, kind of socialize and meet people. Mm. Um, I think it is becoming one of those things that's more and more challenging because so much is done online and not in person. person. I think just that, that human in, connection, in person contact, nothing beats it, does no, it? So. Absolutely not. Um, and, you know, talking about this, um, Asia Cuthbert, she's the counselor for Shortland Ward, uh, so the London Borough of Bromley. Now, um, she brought together with the Bromley Council, joining all the other boroughs in participating in London's first Great Mental Health Day, which took place on the 28th of January for tackling loneliness. Now, Great uh, Mental Health Day, Harold's Bromley Council quest, is to get everyone talking about well-being and to start providing introductions to Bromley's own Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, On that day and for the rest of the month-long campaign, they aim to increase the awareness of wide range of mental health support available to all ages. Everyone deserves to live a full and creative life and looking after mental health enables people to deal better with the life's inevitable challenges, as we know. So if you want to know more about that and read more, you can pop over to the Bromley Council website. And the great thing is uh, um, I'm in touch with her, so hopefully she'll, she'll be coming on. on the show. Excellent. As well. So I'm looking forward wait. to that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what else have I got? What else have I got? Um, oh, yes. If you want to listen to a interview with um, Asia, actually, because Darren went over and interviewed her from the, for the Bromley Buzz. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can pop over to bromleybuzz.podbean.com forward slash and it's episode. And once you get there, go to episode 25 and you'll find it there. And listen to all the other episodes whilst we're there as well. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do, do a bit what Jason does. He has like a Darren and Z fest. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit odd, doesn't it? Does it does really, it, yeah. But it's but nice. Hey-ho. And I think that's the thing is listening to different people. You pick up different things at different times, mm. don't you? And, you know, we're kind of getting back out and about. And I, I love listening to podcasts and things like that in my car when I'm driving mm. because... 
you know, that's kind of like all, almost my downtime. And, you know, I think that's it's a good use of that time of listening oh, yeah. to inspirational podcasts and audio books and that sort of thing. So. When people say they don't have enough time. Yeah, there that we is go. The time, yeah, make, isn't it? Make, and I do the same coming yeah. down to Ashford. It's an hour's drive for me mm. to get here every Friday. That's my downtime, just like you. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that's it. Is that you know there are some things that we need to make time for, and I think you know particularly when it comes to our physical and mental well-being, those are the things that we absolutely need to make time for. Because if you don't make time for them now, you will be forced to deal with them at some point, and you will be forced mm. to make time. So. You know, I always encourage people, even if it's five, ten minutes a day, just take that time now mm. and do that kind of self-care and preparation yeah. work. Get into you know. those positive yeah. behavioral habits. Yeah, and, you know, we always say prevention is way better than, than kill, kill, you know, so... Um, yeah, yeah, so so use those and, you know, even Mindset Matters, how many episodes do we have now? You know, all back catalogues and there's so many inspirational stories yeah. and people that have been yeah. on. So, you know, pick one, listen to it. You don't have to listen to them all in order. Or you could start at the beginning and go all the all way the through. All the way through, yes. <laughs> There's always something new that you'll pick up on as yeah. well. Um, you know, talking of podcasts, it was really funny. I got a message from um, one of my friends, Loretta, who actually writes... Uh, the Life in Orpington yes, magazine, yeah. which soon there's going to be a Life in Bromley magazine coming out. I, I still owe her a photo, actually. Oh, do about, you? Yes, well, I was talking about gluten-free shortbread before Christmas. So, um, Are you said, listening, Loretta? It's she, out yeah. on public now. <laughs> she says, yes, we do have, it. I have actually got the photo. I just need to post it up with the recipe because there's no point in giving people a really nice photo and not sharing the recipe. So I promise, mm. Loretta, I will do it this weekend. I'm going to hold you accountable. Good. Uh, this weekend, what day? I shall tag you in. I shall do it on Saturday. What time? <laughs> I'm doing a bit now of we're getting here. specific. <laughs> I normally post at nine o'clock in the morning. How's that? So if you're up early, have a look for it. If you're up a little bit later, it'll still be up there on there my Instagram. Go. There so, you go, Loretta. There you go. Productivity pod accountability. <laughs> And I will tag Loretta in, so yeah. no excuses. <laughs> so speaking about her, um, it's funny when we say things. So she, um, and I love it because she sent me a voice message and she was listening to the Bromley um, Buzz uh, podcast and she she said she was in stitches basically because we, I can't even remember now we, I was, we were talking about something and I said oh well I don't need to because I've my I've got I've already got chocolatey skin or something <laughs> like that and she said you love the way that I you know and sometimes what I'm saying is I say things yeah. but I don't even realize I've said them I I think, oh my god I should have said that Do you know I was I was just talking about this the other day with my husband because we were, it was one of the comedians and we were just saying his poor wife that he just says the stuff, on, you know, on TV or on radio. And I think that is the, is the challenge, isn't it? Is sometimes we do say things and you don't realize you've said it or you say it and then you're like, oh gosh, now I can't take it back because it's out there. Yeah. And I think it is one of those other ways where we judge people, don't we, of mm. things people do and say. And it is knowing at the end of the day that, you know, most of the time, the things that we say are meant to be positive. They're not meant yes. to be negative. That, you know, they're sometimes are just, you know, kind of said in jest. They're not meant to be harmful. Mm. And I think so many times we listen to things and then we start commenting and calling we people out. analyze yeah, it. Yeah, and sometimes it's just in the moment. Mm. It's something that's said, you know, I, 
yeah, I, you know, I think I've said things before and gone, oh my God, why, why like, did I say yeah, that? Yeah, why did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, you know, and it's bizarre because um, I, I kind of just wonder, oh, maybe I should think before I speak because that's yeah. what they say, think before you speak, which in many cases, yes. Yeah. Um, and I was saying, because I preach that, you know, when, when I teach little young children, I say, you know, think before you speak, yeah. make, making sure it's positive, kind words. You don't want to say harsh words yeah. or anything like that. And um, this was like, no, 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 it. it you, you can't do that because what I have is it's me. It's yeah, the authentic exactly. me. I'm like you said. Yeah. It's, it's not meant to hurt anybody. Yeah. It was just about me. I think do yeah. you know? And sometimes you see um, people things. Yeah, and sometimes you see things that are really scripted, and you watch someone, and it just looks. It doesn't look natural, and it looks scripted. So yes, there are times. Obviously, we need to prepare and know that what mm. we're going to say. But at other times. Sometimes the conversation just flows. And, you know, if you listen into the show, you'll know that we do often segue into all sorts of different areas. I know. You know and <laughs> Especially when we haven't got a guest <laughs> on. It's <laughs> like we, we just like try and cover everything under the sun, don't we? Yes. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's it. Yeah. So and, and I think that's it is, you know, just take things in the spirit that they're meant to. And, you know, and, and as you say, that's you being authentic and sharing the way you think and feel which is not good or bad it just mm. is the way it is so yeah yeah excellent right on that note shall we have a quick music break and then we'll come back with some news and highlight of what's happening this month and we've already you've mentioned a couple of things yeah, but yeah we'll mention good. some more things okay here we go cry me a river michael buble Well, just to prove that 
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Don't worry about the height. We'll get it right. Jade Window Cleaning and Support Services for all your commercial and residential window cleaning needs throughout London and the South East. Call us on 01689-885-004 or email info at jwcss.com. Cry me a river. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Come on. Party pooper. We've just had a tweet in from Jade, uh, window cleaning and support services. So he says, you're doing great, just the two of you. It's always difficult to deal with last minute changes. Being authentic and true to yourself can sometimes get you in trouble. Opposing opinions can be frowned upon. I know, but you know what? You can't keep everyone happy all yeah. of the time, can you? No. And I think, you know, like we said, nothing is meant harmfully. And at mm. the end of the day, they are mostly, well, actually, they're always just our opinions, aren't they? Yes. So. Um, you can agree with them or not, and it doesn't matter if you don't agree, it's a choice. Mm. Yeah. Yes, we so. always have a choice. Yeah. Right, so 
news and highlights for February. So what's happening this month? LGBT and History Month to promote equality and diversity for the benefit of the public. We've, as Carrie mentioned, uh, World Cancer Day as well is happening. And then on the 4th, we've got AIMS... uh, Sorry, that... um, Oh, I've lost my I've lost my eyes tracking what I've, my notes are, which is a, oh, sorry on the fourth of February, which is aimed also to save millions of preventable death each year by encouraging individuals to take action. And like you said, it's just picking up the phone, letting them know that that you're there for them, that support really yeah, important. Definitely. Also, time to talk day fourth of February, getting people to talk about mental health, and by doing so, helps change lives. And this is what this show is all about. Definitely. Talking about yeah, it. Talking regular. about it. Yeah. And I think, as you always say, you know, just highlighting that there is a help out there mm. and that it is okay to talk about it. You know, mm. we talk about every aspect of our well being. You know, if you're feeling sad, mm. it's, it's actually okay to say so. Mm. You know, I think we do have a bit of a um, kind of toxic positivity culture and mm. that, yes, it's great to be positive and it's great to find the positives, but actually, we have a whole range of emotions and it's okay to be sad or angry or frustrated. Just don't let that mm. feeling take over your life. Just understand Found that it. it's just a feeling in that moment and that you mm. can move on and change it. So. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, by talking, you'll get a better understanding of what else might be going on. Because if you're overwhelmed and stressed, other symptoms start to happen like uh, stomach aches, diets, uh, joint pains and all of this. And I was just talking to somebody about that today because that person's been under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, completely overwhelmed. And it was saying that, you know, his legs are starting to hurt. And I said, yeah. it's, it's probably due to all the stress yeah. because you do, you tense up those muscles mm-hmm. and that stress has to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually... I'm doing a webinar on that exact topic because mm. I think people misunderstand the fact that although your stress seems external, it it's is not. actually internal and it starts to rewire how your brain works mm. and it starts to erode that resilience where minor things then become, you know, the molehill becomes the mountain. Absolutely. And and as you say, it is, you know, our blood pressure starts to go up. We end up with joint aches and pains. We end up with gut health issues. We end up with skin issues. It's just, it's never and it's ending. just kind of like a cascading thing. And that, mm. that is the thing about chronic stress that, we, you know, when it's ongoing. So it is something to deal with mm. and, you know, to get help. There, there are people out there who, you mm. know, who help people with chronic stress for that yeah. very reason. Because okay. it is one of the biggest killers stress yeah it is and and that's the thing is i think heart conditions and absolutely it impacts on you mentally Mm. and physically Physically. and at some point your body goes into a defense state and And it can only be in that state for so long before it will shut down Mm. so you know it is seek help talk to somebody so that is what time to talk is all about and it's not just for adults it's for everyone so children through to young people all the way through. And if you want to find out more about Time to Change, you can pop over to their website, which is time-2, as in T-O, hyphen change.org.uk forward slash take hyphen action. And also know that, you know, if you're going through all these um, stresses and anxiety and it leads to depression, it can lead to suicide um, you know, the rate of death of suicide is literally just climbing mm. across the world. I mean, over 800,000 people die by suicide every year across the world. That's one every 40 seconds. I know, it's very frightening statistics, it's, aren't it's they? It's just horrendous. Yeah. 
What else have we got in terms of awareness? Fourth uh, of February as well. It's, it's a good day. Fourth of February. Yes, it is, yes. uh, where red. Sorry, Wear Red Day. Yes. Support children, which is what you were saying, mm-hmm. heart surgery fund and help children and adults born with a congenital heart disease. So any way you can support that mm-hmm. by um, either raising funds, if not raising funds, reaching out, yeah. words, sending flowers, a card or picking up the phone. Absolutely. Yeah, and and it is just uh, uh, raising awareness. And I think there are people who have heart issues that they might not be aware of. Mm. And that's the other thing is know your family history. Mm. If you need to get tested, get tested, be aware. Um, You know, unfortunately, most of the times heart attacks are fatal, but your heart attack is your first warning that you have heart issues and then it's too late. So it is, you know, it's so important to look after your heart. It's one of your most vital organs in your body you know, fr- both from a physical and emotional point of view. So mm. it's definitely one of the organs we need to look after. Absolutely. Uh, give seven. someone a hug. Yes. Yeah. Heart to heart. Yes. Heart to heart. There we go. Uh, 7th of Feb, we have uh, Awareness Week for Sexual Abuse and Sexual Violence. Um, and that's been quite on the increase especially during the Mm. pandemic there's a lot of new stats and research coming out with that i mean you know it's been there but because we've been behind closed doors for so long yeah i think and it's mm, it's one of those been growing yeah i think uh, with a lot of spoken about yeah and i think that's the thing with a lot of these things is people people are being brave and speaking out more which is good and it's it's highlighting those areas but I think, unfortunately, with us being locked down, mm. people who are in a situation where they are in an abusive relationship have no way of getting out as mm. such, you know, whereas, you know, if someone has, has respite during the day because they've gone out to work or gone to school, there you is know, that there is mm. that breather, whereas people haven't had that. So, um, you know, it is good to speak out and, you know. And I think on that note as well, you know, it's about, it's about breaking down myths around this and stigmas, and it's not just... And this can be controversial, but it's not just women being yeah. sexually abused, the sexual violence. Yeah. Men as well Absolutely. are sexually abused and women or young boys. Yeah. You know, it's both sides, male and female. Absolutely. And, and, and I think a, it's important to raise that awareness. Yeah, and it's emotional abuse as well. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. You know, if if you're with someone who constantly puts you down and feel mm. makes you feel bad about yourself, that is emotional and psychological abuse. Mm. You should be with someone who makes you feel good, you know, who mm. is your cheerleader, not someone who's kind of beating up on you either. And suppressing you yeah, to not shine. Definitely. And that's the yeah. hardest one, isn't it? Emotional yeah. abuse is the hardest one to spot. Yeah, definitely. But it, it can be because it's changing people's personalities. Suddenly, they things they used to do, they stop doing. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I was in a relationship that was, mm. I guess, emotionally abusive. And what happened is, slowly but surely, my partner separated me from my friends, my mm. family, until I was in a space where I was isolated. And then it's difficult to reach out because you're not seeing those people mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, they're going to judge me or they don't want to know me anymore because I haven't been in contact with them. So it is a very difficult place to be. And I was very lucky in that I got out and all of my friends were just, oh, my goodness, thank goodness you asked us for help. Mm-hmm. Because if I hadn't, you know, who knows where it 
it may have ended up. Yeah. But that's the thing is your friends are your friends. And honestly, you'll know who your genuine friends, friends are, are because any time you reach out, they will be there for you. So it is that difficult thing because, as you say, they start to isolate mm -hmm. you from everybody else that you know until you get to a situation where you are isolated. And then often I think that's where the kind of like psychological abuse of you're not good enough mm -hmm. you know all of those things and, and it is a hard one it, look, I think any abusive relationship regardless is difficult to get out of but it's just remembering at the at the end of the day you're worth it and mm -hmm. you need to seek help and and get out as quickly as you possibly can yeah no absolutely uh thank you for sharing that Yes, well, you know, we always say things come Some out that you never, never no, yeah, no never but it's important, to. and this is yeah. what this show's about. Yeah, and I think, about. and I think that's it. Is just knowing that you're, you know, I think that's the other issue. Is sometimes when we're in a situation, we tend to kind of go insular and think we're mm. the only person struggling with and that, we're not. and mm. you're not. You know, with any illness, with uh, with any any issue you're struggling with, even in business, you know, you think, oh, you know something's going wrong I'm the only person this is happening to, to and but guess it's what not. it's not and no. as soon as you reach out you know people go oh that's what happened to me this is how I dealt with it and it might not be the way you want to deal with it but it but just it might gives shed you some light. a different perspective yeah. and you think okay well I don't want to do it like that but I could do it do like it. this and I think that's the thing is you know as we always say it, it is reaching out and, and asking yeah. for help and not only that it might be that the person you reach out to may not be able to help you, but they may be able to put you in touch, touch with, with somebody, somebody who can. can. So. Um, and, you know, earlier on last year, I had um, Normie Rose come onto the show and she spoke about her relationship, she, her two marriages, mm. abusive. Yeah, so um, go back to my podcast. I yeah, can't remember the... Um, the state, uh, which episode it was, but um, it'll be there, Normie Rose. Yeah, and the, yeah. there are, you know, there's so many organizations organizations that are out there mm. that are there specifically to help and you know I think sometimes even if you're in a situation where you might not be at breaking point and you might not be ready to leave mm. but it's ha having someone who you can talk to who can support you that when you are at that point where you're ready, ready to, to leave do. you've got somewhere to go and you know as we always say it's it's the prevention yeah. rather than getting to that place where you're absolutely at breaking point and you've got nowhere to go and got no support, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes... It's about getting your ducks in the row, exactly. isn't it? It sounds a bit odd, but it is about getting your ducks in the row, being ready for that moment in time, yeah. knowing the possibilities yeah, and definitely. avenues for support. You know, I mean, anything in life, sometimes you're not ready for it, but you know that it's coming and it's just then being prepared for that, mm -hmm. you know, so I think it's is important and, uh, you know and I think you're right because also when you start to think about possible avenues and solutions you are then more likely to start making that change that's it yeah and um, when you avoid it and don't think about mm. it it's not going to happen yeah and as we know it's about thinking it then taking action yeah actually and, plan. and that that is a really really good point because that is it is as you start to open up mm. the possibilities and the solutions come to you whereas you know when you're shut down and going oh i'm in this there's nothing i you can do think. about it you can't think and you won't find solutions because you're not looking for them mm. where as soon as you start to find solutions you know and and who knows at the end of the day depending on the relationship mm. you're in if your partner's willing to go for counseling Maybe it's something that you could actually deal with together and get through. Yeah. But if you don't get to that point of asking and exploring that, then mm -hmm. it might never happen. So I, I like that. And I think it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. 
Okay, so what else have we got? Uh, 7th to the 13th, that week is National HIV Testing. Um, It's a campaign to promote regular testing among the most affected population groups in England. So, and also it's just, you know, spread the awareness about the importance of testing, what HIV is um, and how it's contracted. Especially, I think, you know, the awareness needs to be more amongst young people Mm. as well. Uh, We've got Eating Disorder Week coming up on the 28th of February to the 6th of March, an international awareness event fighting the myths and misunderstanding that surround eating disorders. Um, You can pop over to um, beateatingdisorders.org.uk. I mean, there's loads of um, websites that you can go to, but that's one of them that you can have a look at. Uh, because that's very important, especially amongst very young people mm. these days. Um, with all this, again, back to social media, yeah. the way images, the mm. way you're seen, portrayed. You know, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, definitely. And I just, happens. I'll give a shout out to February the 7th, which is um, Send a Card to a Friend Day. So that's the day that, guess what, you can get off social media and send an actual physical card to someone who... Well, I'm glad you said physical card because, yeah. you know what, I reckon loads of people are going to go into moonpig.com and yeah, send a my, card. <laughs> my challenge to you is to go and pick out a really special card for someone really special and send them a card and just tell them how much that you love and appreciate them and that you're glad that they're in your life. And that's my that's challenge me. to do a physical card, card, not an e-card. Not an e-card. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You've been told. <laughs> so make sure you start finding uh, their address. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's the other challenge. Isn't it? Nobody knows it's people's addresses, yeah. let alone know your own phone number anymore <laughs> these days. <laughs> And that's not encouraging you to go stalking people. <laughs> no, absolutely yeah, not. So. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of that's about it. I just wanted to um, also let people know that I've got an upcoming workshop in March on tapping away your worries with EFT, which is emotional freedom tapping. Um, and you can book your tickets at https colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash tap away with EFT um, and you know do do book your tickets because EFT is absolutely amazing mm, isn't it Kerry it is you can amazing. use it for anything and everything and anywhere yeah I mean you can tap and people won't know you're tapping yeah. and it, it's, you're just tapping away with your fingers and it's not even the needles it's you know they say, I say it's like acupuncture without the needles yeah and Chinese is, meridian yeah, points best best part although I d- yeah I do like needles for I, uh, acupuncture. I, yeah, yeah shall we make that specification? Yeah, make it really clear. <laughs> yeah. I like needles for I, acupuncture. I like, I like acupuncture. I like oh, I love, acupuncture. I love acupuncture yeah. as well. So, um, but mm. yeah, tapping is not. amazing. I mean, it's uh, when it's I was... non-invasive. Absolutely. And, and as you say, you can use it anywhere. When I was really stressed, that is one of the things mm. I used when I struggled to sleep. I used EFT. Um, and it's actually one of the things that I had claustrophobia mm. um, and I used EFT to clear my fear of claustrophobia. So, yes, there we go. It works in a whole well, range of things. Oh, my so, goodness. So yeah. do I. You see, just yes. something else we have in common. common. So, <laughs> yeah, so I would say definitely, do you know what, it's book your tickets. You'll learn something that you will then have with you for the rest of your life yeah. that you can use in any situation. So, definitely. And the thing is, you know, 
children as young as four or five years old mm. can use EFT. Start teaching them from such a young age. Yeah. Because, you know, it, you don't have to use it even if you're just when you're sorry. You don't have to use it when you're just stressed. You can do it to make yourself feel good mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And tap great emotions, even though it's based on tapping away the negative emotions but you can do it instantly for feeling great about something yeah, I actually, and enhance that i'm yeah it's a really good point intentions. I, yeah i trained as a positive eft facilitator mm. for that very reason is that mm. you can take those you know if you want to feel good you can just increase that if you feel good like two out of ten you can increase your feeling good to ten out of ten and who doesn't want to you know feel good and feel better and feel more positive and so yeah i did that because i like that side of things to help people get into you know a space of kind of creativity mm. flow that sort of thing so yes it you know works on anything and everything anything. yeah anything and everything yeah couldn't yeah and, and i'm like you you know there, there's loads of tools out there mm. but it's one of those things that i just you can't well, talk about highly enough because yeah. some people struggle to meditate or they have connotations mm. around meditation and other things whereas this is one it's a simple thing like you said it's mm. just using your fingers and, and it's just happening but the thing mm. is you'd be surprised because i guarantee there's loads of people that are actually tapping already but yeah, don't even realize yeah. that it's eft mm. you just have to put it in the right process yeah. and know what you're tapping on yeah because sometimes for example one of the tapping points is the sort of the side of the head mm. where you when you got a headache yeah you press that's one of the um pressure points yeah and hamulus feel great when we just kind of massage that area mm. yeah so you're releasing that negative energy yeah definitely that's what it is but, yeah, and mm. actually you're right because I I learned to use um, trigger points for motion sickness, mm. and that's you know it is the same, and it is, and I think that's the thing is it's it's scientifically based because it's the meridians in your body, it's how the energy in your body works, so it's it's all scientifically based. So it you know, and mm. that's where acupuncture comes from, the same thing. But as yeah. you say, you're you're tapping without the needles. Without the needles, I well, still like the needles. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's, you know, acupuncture for, for certain things is, mm -hmm. is amazing because it just brings kind of the energy to that area mm -hmm. and opens things up. But so. again, with anything, you need to go in with an open mind. Yeah. Um, not and with the fears around it and um, thinking, oh, it's not going to work. You know, go with an open mind because yeah. it's more likely to be successful when you do. And that goes for any sort of therapy. And, and of course, see uh, yeah. a very highly qualified, trained practitioner Absolutely. when it comes to... Absolutely, <laughs> please do. Yeah. Um, now I've got some stories around that. Yes. Anyway, we're not going to talk about <laughs> no, that. Moving on. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, Darren and myself, we interviewed Kevin Clifton uh, from Strictly Come Dancing. Fabulous. Or used to be on Strictly yeah. Come Dancing, who won a couple of times uh, the Golden Globe Trophy. Um Anyway, we interviewed him, and you can listen to the full track um, on... Oh, I think I've got here. Let me just quickly have a whiz down. Ah, no, I haven't put it on here. Um, but if you go to our podcast, uh, Podbeam, you'll hear the full interview. But there's a little extract um, I want to play, because coming from an artistic background, mm -hmm. being a skater, dancer, I mean, it was just amazing to interview him. And also understand that even high professionals like himself 
go through anxiety, yeah. stress. I mean, he said he was one of the people that if he was in a room of um, in a party, he would be the introvert that's sitting in the corner, the quiet oh. one, not the flamboyant one, Amazing. or out there talking yeah. and mixing. Um, and he talks a little bit about his own struggles as well okay. yeah. with his mental health. And, yeah, it was just... Uh, I completely resonated with him. The image thing and knowing um, how you want more because yeah. you, you, you seek praise from external. Yeah. If you don't get it, you, you feel a bit odd. And that's very common amongst artists. Yeah, I think that's a particular, you know, artists, athletes, anyone who's performing because that is their feedback loop, isn't it? Is mm. that you perform and people clap for you. So it is very kind of like extrinsic of, you yeah. know, how you get your you know, that you, you've done a good job, basically. So it's... And your motivation yeah. levels. And we have to put in our... We have to bear in mind that culture is massive in this mm. as well. Uh, because I, I clearly remember when I was in China, they're not loud. They don't yeah. express their feelings like we might, the, oh, the British. Yes, they course. clap very, very formally yeah. with no expressions. And we were like... What's going on? Okay. And I was like, do they not like it? Did we not do well? And all these things start yeah. to go through your head. But they did enjoy it. They just don't express it in yeah, that way. Yeah, it's just the way that they are. And I guess, yeah, yeah you're used to kind of like the, you know, kind of Italians and Spanish are very flamboyant yeah. and they get very excited yeah. and very Sometimes enthusiastic. too much. <laughs> but actually, and you're right. Actually, I yeah. never thought about it from mm. that point of view. And it is so Because that can affect you as well. Yeah. Shall we have a quick listen? Yes. It's only a couple of minutes. Amazing. Let's hear what he has to say. I think that's an important, um, you know, I think people forget that dancers, skaters, when they're in this world, they think they're living this world of wonders and they don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Um, as you know, I suffered from a lot from confidence, um, you know, weight issues and all of this because of the pressures of what you have to maintain to get into costumes and you need to look like a certain way. And it's about... Um, especially the younger generation, sending them the, the message that, you know, you can do all of this, but not to the detriment of your mental health and well-being. There are ways of achieving success like yourself, but going through a journey and like myself as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, th I think it's, it's really important. My, um, uh, my friends, <laughs> it got to a point with me, I've worked on it a lot now, um, but there was a point with, with me where, you know, I was talking about that, just having to please everybody yeah. and all my self-worth was coming from sort of external sources. Mm -hmm. um, that there was a point where we were actually doing, I can't remember which tour it was, but um, it was going really well, the tour. And there was one night where we just, the audience was so energetic and then we felt like we were on fire and it felt like one of those like slam dunks of a show. And we got like about four stand innovations and, and, mm -hmm. and I came out of it like, this is the best night ever. This is, this is the greatest night of my life. I love my job. I love what I do. Everything is amazing. Mm. The next night we went to a different town and it went really well again. Like the audience were brilliant. Mm. We were on fire. It was just, we were right in the zone and we got three standing ovations. Mm. And I kicked that four the night before. Well, there you go. Uh, if you want to hear more of that interview, and believe me, it's an amazing Sounds interview. Hit, yeah. yeah, pop over to um, the Podbean and listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> and, I th you know, I think that's so true is we tend to think that, you know, people who are professionals and people who are athletes and people who are, you know, like possibly where we want to go, that they're perfect and that they don't have any of these struggles and worries, but they mm. do, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I listened to um, a stand-up comedian and she kind of went, 
actually coming back after the pandemic and she felt a bit anxious and nervous, but actually that was good because it meant that she was invested in her performance. So mm. I think that's it. And it's, I guess, like everything, it's weighing up. Actually, the little bit of nervous anxiety energy is good. You know, that helps mm. you to perform better, but it's when it's over the top that it then affects your performance. That's what yeah. you don't want. So Yeah, absolutely. And there's two sides to it as well, because also the other thing is, like I mentioned, people think you're on stage, it's all glitz and yeah. glam and it's wonderful. But the artists and athletes are actually going through something. You have to switch off mm. for that moment or you go into your own little fantasy world yeah. just for that moment. And the moment you step off stage or off the field, wherever you're doing your um, a performance you suddenly hit it, the reality yeah. suddenly hits back in. Mm, definitely. And and I think that's it. We do tend to forget that, don't we? That those people who are watching are people. They have lives. They have families. Mm. They have stuff going on, you know, and we tend to judge their performance on that day. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a cycling fan. Yeah. And, mm. you know, I we watch cycling and you see a cyclist that's not performing and you go, oh, what's wrong with him? You know, whereas actually he might have some family stuff going, going on, on that he hasn't mm. just quite managed to shut away for that day that's affecting mm. his performance. And I think we do generally, you know, we tend to forget that because we... I guess in a way it's lovely that we're expecting them to always perform at their best because mm. that's how they show us they're performing. And I guess you must have had that mm. as well, performing. But there are some times where you just, you, I guess we are all human and we sometimes are. you just can't shut that off, can you? So, no, um, no, absolutely. You know, but it's, it's always, I think, you know, it's always lovely to go out and be entertained. And I think the other thing is, is <laughs> you know, as he was saying, is that it was only three standing ovations, not four. I know, three. It's amazing. <laughs> You know, the thing is, is that also that's it, expectations. And also some people may really enjoy it, but not show, do you know what I mean? It might not be their way of expressing things. I've done a talk before and I had someone sitting at the front row and he just looked completely blank throughout the whole talk. And I was like, I don't want to look at him because I feel like I'm like, whatever I'm saying, it's really boring and uninteresting. And almost as soon as I finished my talk, he came up to me and he went, oh, that was really interesting. Can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, these supplements and what I can do? And mm. and it would have been the last reaction I'd expected. So I think that's also the other thing we need to remember. You know, like you said, different cultures react differently, differently don't they? So, okay. yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, I just want to read out a couple of um, stats and information um, that I've been researching. So athletes experience the same internal struggles as we've been talking Mm -hmm. about as the rest of the population, often under an intense magnifying glass. In addition to the pressure to perform well on national or global stage, they also have to maintain other um, essential aspects of a well-balanced life. It's exactly what we're talking about. Um, Research suggests that anxiety and depression alone affect 34% of current uh, elite athletes and 26% of former uh, elite athletes. So about 35% of the athletes suffer a mental health crisis, which may show up as stress, eating disorders, anxiety, depression, or even the use of drugs, mm. even alcohol. Yeah. Um, you know, and when you think about that, the next sort of stress that they have is, well, what do they do if they have an injury or they're up for retirement? Again, that's a different kind of stress that they encounter. And believe me, it is hard. I mean, when I had to change career from being a professional figure skater, Mm. 
I was like, oh my God, that's all I know. What do I do? Yeah. Um, you know, do I have transferable skills? Who's going to hire me? And it does cause a lot of mental stress. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is, you know, I know in a, in a lot of sports people have, you know, and I think that's the other thing, obviously, in, in professional high-intensity sports, you're, you, you're not really going to be doing it into your 50s and 60s. Mm. So you have a very short kind of career span mm. of doing it. And I think, you know, in a lot of sports, people go, I'll retire at the end of the year. So you've mm. kind of got that year. But then sometimes, you know, we were just saying earlier, where's January gone? I know. You know <laughs> so sometimes you'll go, I'll retire at the end of the year. And before you know it, you haven't made any plans and the end of the year's arrived. And then, you know, there's some people through injury who are forced to retire. And yeah. I think that's it is that, you know, being an athlete, being a performer, that in a way is your identity. And suddenly that's gone what you were doing every day is gone and, and it does, you know, it, it takes a huge adjustment, you mm. know, and I think, you know, look at Simone Biles in the Olympics. I mean, what she did yeah. was incredible. I know a lot of people judged her, but actually she was putting her, not only her mental health, but her physical health yep. because the stress was affecting her physically of how she mm. was performing. And, you know, I think it takes, it takes a lot of guts to stand up and go, I'm pulling yeah. out. Uh, this is it, you know, and I think that's a lot of people judged her both positively and a lot of people judged her negatively. Mm. But at the end of the day, she was standing up for herself, herself which is and important. her health and what she needed. And I, you know, and I think that's it is it, it is, it is something that we, we see people on TV yeah, and, know. you know, like I said, we forget that they are human beings at the end of the day. Yeah, And I think it's important know. to stop, um, you know, judging people, you know, and really see deeper the reason why, people may stop yeah definitely. Um, in a way actually if we look at it now more and more athletes and performers are talking about mental health mm. and the pressures that they're having and they're openly saying i i can't cope anymore yeah which is you know and i think it is it is a good thing is the conversations are happening um it's you a know start. yeah it's a start i you know i think that they are as you say i think there are a lot of athletes who have actually stopped doing what they love doing because it isn't something they love anymore because mm. of the stress and the pressure to constantly perform and constantly perform has just taken their enjoyment away from... You know what's funny that you say that because on uh, Kevin Clifton's interview, because he was performing to such high national, mm. international standards and stuff, and also when he was in Strictly, he talks about why he left Strictly. I yeah. mean, he loves that and everything, but... He said he got to a point where he was losing that motivation mm. that he almost, I'm, I'm kind of spoiling the podcast, <laughs> but he almost left dancing completely yeah. if it hadn't been for this new production, uh, Burn the Floor, okay. that he's doing at the moment. It's going to be in the church hill from the 6th of February, oh, well, which I'm going to go see on Sunday. <laughs> um, I thought I'd throw it in there. Yeah. Um, because he said he completely lost motivation mm. and enjoyment because when you're there, it was that, you know, the judges are saying, you know, you've got to perform this much, you've got to get this score and all of that yeah. just killed it. Yeah, and I think that's it is you start doing something because you love it and you're passionate mm. about it and then all of the other stuff comes in and, and it is that. And I think the sad thing about that is those people are amazing at what they oh, do. Yes. And so then by them stopping because of the pressure, mm their gift is taken away from the rest of us to enjoy what they do yeah. 
because possibly of actually the stress we've actually put on them mm. by expecting them to perform all the time. So it is a bit of a vicious cycle, I think. It is. And, um, you know, I the saying to, that always comes to mind is, you know, of everything that you can be in this world, just be kind. And I think that's mm, it. beautiful. We just mm. need to be start being more kind to each other, you know, mm. on, on every level and with everyone. Yeah, absolutely true. Um you know, just talking about, um, you know, we're talking about all of this. Michael Phelps um, talks about mental health, uh, you know, talk about the mental health. with Sorry, Michael Phelps. He, as we know, was the most decorated mm. Olympic athlete of all time. But at one point, um, he battled with depression and yeah. anxiety. And it got so bad that he actually thought about taking his own life. Um, and, you know... He, he kind of talks about that where he used drugs and alcohol as a way to self-medicate and to help him escape his feelings. Mm. I mean, who would ever know that Yeah, from what we've seen him achieve? Yeah, and, and I think that that is it, is it just goes to the end of the day that, you know, all of these people we watch, you know, the Olympics, Beijing is on at the moment, you know, mm. all of those athletes. And, and I think I also always think it must be a really... It's a challenging life from the fact that you are always traveling. You know, it's, it's not li easy living out of a suitcase. No, you know, it's one thing that, you know, you get up and if you, you know, like I do, I love riding a bike or mm. people who love dancing, who do it for pleasure. You get up, you do it when you feel like doing it, when you don't, or you, you have don't. a bad day, you stay at home. <laughs> but when you're a professional athlete, you turn up and you do it regardless. You yeah. know, I, I look at the cyclists some of the weather that they cycle in and you're just like, yeah, just... oh my goodness. And they don't have a choice because the race is that day. It's that day. Get on your bike and go. Mm. And they're riding 180 kilometers in pouring down rain. Mm. You know, that isn't a lot of fun, you know. No. And and that's the thing is you are living out of suitcases. And I think we tend to glamorize that, oh, you're traveling around the world. But I think often athletes don't stay in five-star hotels either, do they? No. You know, they're staying in you know, not the best accommodation. It's just what they can afford because they're all expenses that people have to take into account. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that's that's the other side of it. You think, oh, it's There's so, so much more yeah. to behind the scenes yeah, you know, than what's in front. We tend to think, oh, it's glamorous. You're going around the world. You're here, there, you're everywhere. Yeah, but, you're eating you lovely, know. glamorous hotel food. <laughs> Maybe not. No. You do so, miss all that. I yeah. mean, I know from my own experience, I used to miss all of that. Mm. Yes, I got to, I mean, I was lucky enough to visit loads of lovely um, countries yeah um but that was more when i was in the far east mm. when i was touring the states that was back to back one week two weeks in a city and then you move on and yeah. then you have one day to settle in and then you've got the show again two three sometimes four shows a day it's yeah. crazy and i was going to say you say all those lovely cities but how much do you see of them because yeah. you fly in you're doing your practicing you're doing your performance mm. and you're flying out so you know, it is that that other thing. It's like, oh, lovely. You know, you've been and all the wonderful like, uh, wallpapers in the hotel. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. <laughs> it's like, um, yes. Well, one ice rink pretty much looks like another ice yeah. rink. You know, so I think it is that is that you know, obviously you're privileged to have been able to do that. But you know, I think it is for the rest of us to remember that there there are parts of it that are less than glamorous. Yeah. You know, yeah. so a, a lot of sacrifice comes with Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah, and time spent away from family. And you know. th those are my choices, of and course. these are athletes' choices. But it, like you said, it's about being aware of that, mm. knowing 
the risks and uh, the things that you may miss out on or, the, again, the sacrifices you may need to yeah. make in order to achieve your passion. But, but I wouldn't change it for a world, yeah, for anything. But, but I'd say one thing. Did you realise the sacrifices you were going to have to make when you started out? No, because nobody told me. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, now we're fortunate enough where people talk more about mm. it so we can educate yeah. younger generations about it. When I was growing up, I had no idea. I thought it was all glitz and glam. Mm. So, yes, yes, it's different. And I, and I think sometimes that's kind of the mental health aspect, mm. isn't it? Is that you get into something thinking it's one way and then it turns out to be not quite the way that mm. you expected, you yeah. know. So I think that is it, is the, the expectations of, you know, of what you think is going to happen to mm. what actually happened. But still amazing to have had the career and I'm glad that you said it was, oh, yeah. it was worth it. It was definitely worth it and it's given me a lot of life skills mm. um, and experiences yeah, that allow me to be who I am today and a, a be better version of myself. Yeah, definitely. Growing. Yeah, and, and those skills that you, you know, able to help yeah. your and clients impart. with and share, you know, share the knowledge, yeah. um, I think is amazing. And I think, you know, sometimes we don't put enough emphasis on the life skills and the things that we learn you know, throughout our lives with the challenges that we've been through. So, mm. yeah, so it's amazing that you can, you can know, you've got that, that different perspective with your clients, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it is wonderful. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, yeah, just, you know, there's so much out there. I mean, another um, world champion, uh, judo world champion who competed at Athens in 2004 in Beijing, 2008, took his own life at the age of 36 because he was suffering from depression. Mm. Um, now everybody has mental health uh, which like physical health can change throughout people's lives we yeah. know that and one in four people in the UK will be affected by mental illness in any year the most being the most common being depression and anxiety mm. as we know the stress yeah definitely and I, th I think the other thing that's important to realize is how much of a role your diet plays in that as well mm. you know so we do have you know a we have a huge intake of people having way too much sugar, of rubbishy energy drinks, of caffeine, <laughs> you know, and all of those things do have an effect because they affect how your gut works, they affect how your mind works, and it ha all has a role to play, you know. So it is th the other things to think about is, you know, is your physical health, is actually your diet or your yeah. nutrition. You know, if your body doesn't get the nutrients it needs – it can't generate the hormones that you need, mm. to, you know, to operate on on a prop, you know, on a, a proper level. And like everything, is once you, if your body's operating on half power, you know, everything's going to be, be affected. So, yeah. and you're right because um, I know that when I was in my career, my eating habits were dreadful, mm. yeah. absolutely dreadful. Um, I used to, <laughs> I used to live off the baby food you know the little potties oh, used yes, to get. that yeah. used to be my food for the week and then at the weekends I would have a salad with a little bit of chicken in mm. that that was it yeah um and it was because of the pressures of maintaining uh, your weight, weight. Yeah. and the slimness mm. line because if you didn't you got fined so you've got those pressures oh my goodness, yeah. so but it, you're right eating healthy is so important mm. because you can still do all those sports yeah. but eat healthy yeah and that's you're it, right. you know and mm. i think that's it it's becoming more and more of a thing now of uh, you know athletes talking about 
how their food, their supplementation, all of those things are helping them not only perform better, but obviously maintain their mental health as well, mm. which is so important. And yeah, I think you're right. Unfortunately, I guess for, you know, dancers, ballet dancers, ice skaters, unfortunately, weight is still, you know, ultimately the thing it's, you know, it's the same as cycling because there's such an impact on your, you know, height to weight ratio and your weight mm. on the bike. And, you know, half of them, I think, are really struggling with, you know, eating disorders. And obviously mm -hmm. then that impacts as well is when you have an accident or an injury, your recovery is a lot, a lot slower, slower, you know, yeah. so it, it impacts everything. So it yeah. is. Well, on that note, shall we go for another break and then we'll come back and we're going to talk oh all sorts of things. That's in the Life in Orpington magazine. Oh, exciting. Kind of been going yeah, through there. So, I hope you're listening. We're going to be uh, interesting talking about topics some, that some... you've brought up for us. Yes, <laughs> lovely little things in here. <laughs> okay, uh, one of my favourites, way back when I used to ice skate. Oh.
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Right, I've just seen a tweet from Mr. Morrell. Mm, I'm not sure if this is a compliment or not. Uh, so he's posted today, or reposted, today is Tiny Day. Mention the shortest friend you have. And he's, tweet, he's uh, kind of tweeted me into it and um, these these two young ladies standing on shopping shelves and to be honest actually I do do that sometimes <laughs> one of these days they're going to come down on me <laughs> I take it as a compliment because yeah. dynamite comes in small packages so there we oh, go am I a dynamite yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment yeah. oh that's actually really sweet though it's amazing now if you weren't tiny it would be easy to get to the top, wouldn't it? But then it, it wouldn't would. be no fun. No. At least I'm putting my skills into That's right. Action. At least you're, um, you know, using your your muscles and my stretching muscles, yeah. and doing things. Yeah. And do you know what? Tall people have their own challenges. So, they do. You know, they yeah. do indeed. We're, we'll stick to being happy being They tall. hit the floor harder. <laughs> we haven't got far to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so uh, what are we going to chat about? Well, there was some, there was something in here. Now, I wanted to post out there. Now, you know, do tweet in. And I was talking about this on the um, Bromley Buzz podcast uh, with Darren, and I, I couldn't resist doing it, um, talking about it today. Most annoying bathroom habits. <laughs> I mean, can that cause sort of anxiety between couples? I think it can. Yeah, probably. And stress, yeah, stress. unwanted stress and, and anxiety. And, and unwanted fights, fights, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah, so. You know, uh, nobody's perfect. So even in the happiest of relationships um, <laughs> with each partner, is likely to have some annoying habits. It keeps the sparks going, I believe. And if there's one place where annoying habits are going to show up, it's the bathroom. Are you brave enough? to uh, see the checklist. Well, we're going to go through the checklist really we quickly, are, yes. aren't we? Um, and, the, you know, tweet in. Are you brave enough? So what have we got? Do you want to read the first one, Kerry? So the most annoying male habits are not replacing the toilet roll, leaving the toilet seat up, and not cleaning the sink after shaving. Now, I don't have a partner, but I assume you could... Uh... <laughs> I, I do have a partner, and I am pleased to say that he doesn't have any of those annoying habits. Wow, you so really I'm cracked the whip there. I did. <laughs> His mother brought him up very well. <laughs> what about? Oh, I when? guess probably not replacing the toilet roll, but I'm I'm quite good about how I do that. So it's not something that bothers me because I do it anyway. So oh. there we go. But yeah, definitely the other two he's not guilty of. So we're all right on that. That's pretty score. good. Yeah. Any other men out there like that? I wonder. <laughs> the three most annoying female habits, cluttering the bathroom with products, leaving hair in the sink and drain, leaving makeup or fake tan stains everywhere. That's where I talked about my chocolate skin. I don't oh, need I see. fake you don't tan. need fake tan. That's where it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like fake tan. I just can't stand the smell of it. So I'm I'm definitely not guilty of that. The hair in the sink and drain, I don't leave it there. But I have to say it is 
one of I think the most frustrating things is because it's constant, isn't it? Yeah, mm. to, you know, and then I think you go a couple of days and you then suddenly think, oh god, it's there again. Mm. Do you, so I think that is, I and I could see that it would be very irritating for somebody else if if you didn't clean it yeah, up because so. it kind of the water starts to lift. Yeah, and, it's yeah. just no, mucky no, and horrible. No. Yeah. Uh, Annoying habits that both do, male and female. Leaving the bathroom do door open while using the toilet. <laughs> okay. Uh, leaving toothpaste residue scattered about. I thought that was... Mm. Mm. I think that was a man thing. Well, or, yeah, or should I not I say that know. on air? I, I don't know. Obviously, somebody thinks that men and women yeah. both do that. I don't know about this one. Dumping towels on mm. the bathroom floor. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Maybe not if you're in hotels, yeah. you do. But I d yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I never, fold mine wherever I am. I know, me too. I always hang them up or fold them away. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. so we're not guilty of those. No, we're not of guilty those. of those. No. <laughs> Aren't we so good? I am. See, that's why I'm single. <laughs> what else have we got, Kerry? But, but obviously, if you are guilty of any of those or you have a partner who does those things that annoy you, do tweet in and let yeah, us know. Or any other yeah. annoying habit. Or, yeah, if there's anything that hasn't been on the list, obviously, it's not comprehensive. So. Uh, one thing I'm going to bring up here is, uh, Kerry, do you sync your calendar with your husband's calendar? I, Sorry, I'm saying this because it's going to trigger some people out there. <laughs> I, I do, but he doesn't look at it, so this kind of pointless. <laughs> We do well, just kind of for social things, only because he I cycle and he plays golf on a Saturday, so we always kind of. But then I know he's at golf every Saturday. But then, yeah, something will turn up, and he'll go, "You didn't tell me," and I go, "Well, it's in the calendar." So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a, um, shall we say he is a? Um, oh God, now I've completely lost the words. He learns better by hearing things than reading things. Right. So that is partly, you know, he doesn't do well. Is that his excuse? <laughs> he doesn't do well reading signs. Okay. He'd much rather have a sat nav talking to him. So I guess knowing that, I should probably tell him rather than put it in the calendar. So maybe it's my challenge rather than his. Or you so. could do a voice calendar, maybe. Could you? I don't know. Something, no, to something to explore. Yes, leave little. Well, you know, you could leave little voice notes, I guess, but he might get annoyed by those eventually. So, yeah, because you can't always hear those voice notes. Yeah, and depending where you are. Yeah, it depends what situation you're in. Mm. If you're, you know, if you, he works in an open plan office when he goes into work, so you're not exactly going to be listening to voice <laughs> notes when you're in an open plan office. So. <laughs> I did. Um, I found the bits and bobs drawer very interesting. Mm -hmm. I've um, never had a bits and bobs drawer, but really, yeah, some very interesting things. Well, I always have a little um, container that everything goes in. I'm I'm quite neat and tidy, so. Um, You're good. telling me I'm messy with my bits and bobs drawer. <laughs> good for some people, not so good for others. <laughs> well, because I don't like the fact that I can't find things, and it was probably the way I was brought up because mm. my so my mum always had her own toolbox because when she wanted pictures hung on the wall, et cetera, et cetera, mm. she wanted to know where her tools were so that she could do it. So they weren't scattered all over or my dad had taken them off to his workshop and she couldn't find them. So perhaps I've just learned, you know, to keep everything in one place so I know where it is. Just that's the way my brain works. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Though, um, my mum's the other way. I mean, she loves keeping everything tidy and she'll keep things safe, mm. but she keeps it so safe. She doesn't know where it is. Exactly. <laughs> 
and how many of us do do that. I, yeah. I know where I put it, somewhere really safe. Yeah. It's there. But Honestly, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> so what else, what, what's fascinating about these bits and bobs? Well, drawers? I just think you have to have a fairly big drawer to have those things in an odds and ends drawer. You know, hmm. if you're having a lint roller, um, locks, keys, adapters, those are all fairly large things. I mean, I can see kind of like, you know, keys and, I don't know, batteries and pens and pencils lying around. But some of those things are, mm. I think, quite big to be in a bits and bobs drawer, but maybe that's yeah. just me. I mean, some of those things are more everyday uses. Mm. So I would put them in a different drawer or in a bowl okay. in a specific place. So like my keys go mm-hmm. in a, a special box yeah. that I have near my door. Yeah, that makes sense. So that wouldn't go in my bits and bobs. My bits okay. and bobs are more, for me, is more just if and when I need it, like okay. glue or boot oh, right. tack or super glue. Okay, yeah. The odd nails. <laughs> yeah. As in hammer As in, and nails. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Not the false nails. Yeah, not just uh, fingernails. Not the fingernails. That would be scary. (laughs) (laughs) But I get that. But then you you kind of, you do know what's in your odds and ends drawer. It's not just Mm. a drawer that you're just dumping dumping things in, which um, obviously there are some, you know, some people who do that. And Mm. I know some people live in, um, shall we say, organized chaos. Um, I I used to work with... um, with a guy and his desk was always a mess. And whenever I went to tidy up, he went, don't do that. I know where everything is. It's my organized chaos. <laughs> I had a so. friend like that. She was my t- um, parallel teaching colleague when I first started um, teaching. Um, well, I was a primary teacher that is. And my classroom, everything would be yeah. neat and tidy and organized. Hers was organized chaos. I'd go in. And if she wasn't in that day and a supply would go in, I'd go, oh, I can't find uh, here. Let me just give you my stuff. <laughs> I'd go in and have a heart attack because I couldn't find it. She goes, it was only on the table. I know. I'm like, where on the table? <laughs> there we go. Oh, uh, do you know what? This really interested me in the magazine. Stressed. Hmm. Try hanging out in the kitchen. So a study by Magnet looked into the role of the kitchen when it comes to our happiness and well-being and found that 60% of the population agree that spending time in the kitchen makes them happy. Well, yeah. Can I just um, add on that whole statistics thing? 60% of how many people, (laughs) shall we just say? (laughs) Because if it's only 60% of, you know, like interviewing 20 people, then it's not really, you know, Mm. but... I, I mean, I can see that. I think traditionally, I guess, we gravitate towards the kitchen. It's a warmer place. Yeah, and I think probably most families do, I would imagine. But I would think that if you're not that great at cooking or it's not something that you enjoy doing, and I don't know, tweet in and tell us if mm. it's different, do you still love hanging out in your kitchen, even if it's not somewhere that, you know, if you don't enjoy cooking, would you still hang out in your kitchen and find that um, a good place to be? I have noticed, though, that when you have dinner parties or parties at home or gatherings, mm. everyone seems to gather into the kitchen. Mm. So there must be something about it. Yeah, I definitely. Well, and I, I suppose from that point of view also is that mm. if you're the host or hostess and you have to be in the kitchen people will gravitate there otherwise you're kind of left out aren't you so I guess that maybe that's part of it as well is that you know people just maybe want to be together and that's where everyone can be together is in 
the kitchen, mm. whereas bedrooms, I guess, are more... See, I only go into the kitchen because, uh, one, it's warmer. <laughs> Two, I know the food and drinks are there. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why it's the happy place of the home, because that's where the food and drinks are. <laughs> Don't worry about the people. <laughs> Oh, dear. You know what, Kerry? I'm going to have to say goodbye now. It's that time again. Not again. Yeah, until next week. I know. We always manage to, despite not having guests, we still somehow manage to fill the time, don't we? Time and waffle along, absolutely. So do please continue to share this Mindset Matters show with your friends, family, networks and communities so that we can continue to bring great awareness about mental health and well-being and start breaking down those stigmas. Um, That would be wonderful. So next week, uh, live in the studio is guest Charlotte Newman, who has her own podcast and she covers various topics to do with business on a weekly show. Um, And Emma White, a deputy managing partner. Now they're coming on and we're going to be talking about mental health in the workplace and what can be done, what are they putting in place, because I think that's really important to be knowing how can we support our employees. Mm, definitely. I think it's a, it's a big big thing at the moment. You know, well-being mm. in the workplace is, yeah. is a huge topic. So, so that's going to be interesting. Lots of talking, lots of uh, discussions uh, next week. Thank you to all of those that have been tweeting in. Uh, again, you can listen to this show and the previous shows on my podcast, which is anchor.fm forward slash zenat hyphen narani. MSM. And if you would like to support the show by sponsoring the Mindset Matters, email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com and get in touch. Let's have a chat uh, about the sponsorship. And if you have got a special story to share with the world to help make a difference, then please do get in touch on the same email. Thank you to Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters Talk radio show. And remember, if you would like to know how myself or Kerry can support you, then please do get in touch through our social media links. Leaving you with my mission, empowering your mind to live the life that you desire, supporting you to find clarity and vision through the darkest of times so that you can shine your light. Amazing. Kerry, have a lovely weekend. Yes, and you too. And thank you to everyone for listening in. And we'll see you again in a week's time. Absolutely. Don't worry about the height. We'll get it right. Jade Window Cleaning and Support Services for all your commercial and residential window cleaning needs throughout London and the South East. Call us on 01689 885 004 or email info at jwcss.com. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and wellbeing horizons with Zenat Numrani on Channel 2 Radio. Shaking, but I, I gotta keep trying.